Hi, this is Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. Predictions, forecasts for the stock market, real estate market, Bitcoin, and even deadly contagions. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house, or private previews available upon request. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you, or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910 now. <clears throat> so, I did a longer than usual article on the LA Loft blog today, and a lot of it is about money and predictions. So, I just saw an article that NBC had done around March. And they said, don't buy gold, even though things are going to hell, but, but don't buy gold because of some miscellaneous reasons, which uh, they didn't even do a good job of presenting those reasons. One of the reasons they presented was actually a reason to buy gold, <laughs> a reason why you should buy gold. So, uh, and while they were doing that, we were doing just the opposite. We were telling people uh, real reasons why they should buy gold, reasons that people have bought gold for the last uh, 5,000 years. And, uh, of course, we were right, and uh, MSNBC, or whoever it was, was is wrong, uh, because when during that time, gold went up from $1,600 an ounce and now it's at uh, over $1,900 an ounce. So that's a pretty substantial increase for gold. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the other predictions that we give, the reason I give these predictions is because not, um, I mean, people usually ignore predictions. People, <laughs> one thing I've learned recently, even it's hard to uh, give people predictions even when they're accurate. Uh, some people will listen and the smart thing to do is to listen to other, do other research and put it all into proper perspective. And there are people that use our information to do that. And then, um, but I've learned recently, it's actually hard to give away money. I tried giving away Bitcoin uh, over the years and yeah, most people would take it, but I had people that would not take the Bitcoin if they had to like register for a website or something. They, they wouldn't do it. Oh, it's not worth it. And then they would have gotten hundreds of dollars. Uh, and then others, I gave thousands, uh, tens of thousands of dollars worth of Bitcoin. And some of them just say, oh, no, I'm fine. And that's great if because uh, some of those people really are fine financially and they don't really need it. So nothing wrong with that. But it's, uh, it's a little bit... Um, uh, interesting of uh, things like leading a horse to, wa to water they may or may not drink even if even if they're in a desert 
and they've been walking for hours. They still may not drink sometimes, uh, even though they really need to. So, but back to predictions. And, you know, most people just don't know how to use a prediction, don't know if it's accurate, don't know how to, don't know how to tell if it's accurate. So I'll let you know how I tell when things are accurate, when someone is good at predicting, when they're good at forecasting, when they know the market, when they know economics. And the way that I tell is first you got to learn as much as possible yourself and be looking at markets for a while. And then we, I look for people who have a record, a long record of being accurate. And now that's easier to do than ever before. Today, you can use that technique um, easier, better, and more powerfully than ever before because of the internet has more information and more record of people's predictions than ever before. So people like um, Stansberry Research, where they do a good job of marketing, uh, but you look at them and look at their history, and it's all negative. They, they're saying the economy's bad, the economy's bad, the government's bad, the finan financial system's bad, the economics are bad, things are going to hell in a handbasket, things are looking worse and worse because everything is mismanaged, mishandled, bad politics, bad politicians, bad federal government. And a lot of that's true. In fact, most of it's true. However, um, they are perma-bears, and they're not t very useful most of the time. Uh, they're limited, I should say, in use most of the time because they're perma-bears. They're, they're not paying attention, and they don't report on the, the uptrends of all these markets. So all, the, all these markets are going up and up and up and up most of the time. They're, they're ignoring that. They're ignoring that 100% of the time. Those are perma-bears. They're not, it's not where you rely on getting all of your information all the time. Secondly, the, uh, there's people such as perma-bulls. Now, that's what most stock market stock um, traders, stock brokers are permables. Yeah, the market's going up. You've got to get your buy your stock now because if you keep going up, it's going to get more expensive. You've got to buy it now. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful, amazing. We've got all this positive information. This company's doing great. The economy's going up. Uh, Employment's gone up. More people are employed than ever before. Uh, they're going to always have all this positive information to get people to buy stocks and so forth. Those are perma-bears. Well, guess what? When times are bad, they don't have a plan. Uh, and they, when they do come up with a plan, it's usually too late. Uh, so... What I've learned to follow, being someone who's better at understanding change and trends and cycles and uh, visualizing the future of technology, the future of economics, is finding those people that, are, that have given predictions and forecasts and have been correct 
and they're giving predictions and forecasts at the right, of the right thing at the right time. For instance, people that were giving forecasts of a coming market crash in 2007. You look and find those people. And the people that were giving forecasts, good forecasts, in 2012. And then people that were warning again of, you know, coming problems in 2019. Then you got people who, even today, as the economy is in the worst crisis, the worst, uh, experience the worst shocks, worse than the Great Depression, the worst market shop shocks in history, and people uh, still cannot recognize that. More, I think more than half the people, well, more than half the people realize there's something going on, not just the... Uh, virus panic um, but you know people need to understand first of all it's a whole different topic that I've talked about which is the panic and hysteria and uh, the realistic logical the things that people need to know about the panic and hysteria, I was one of the first people to mention, which is that panic, hysteria are the main problems, not the virus, and that the cure is going to be worse than the disease. The cure is going to be worse than the virus. The panic and the hysteria are going to be counterproductive to not only to the economy, but to healthcare in general and to health. That we're going to have more, you add up all the financial devastation, you add up the psychological damage, you add up all the harm uh, and suffering caused by the reaction, and it's going to be worse than the virus. This is, I was one of the first people to predict that. And that's playing out as thousands of doctors are now coming on board. And these doctors, thousands of doctors, are being censored by big tech so that uh, people have a hard time even getting the. Uh, you know, the news, the information from these thousands of doctors about how the reaction, panic, and hysteria are worse than the virus. <clears throat> That's how you know that the virus fraud is worse than... Uh, it's hard to believe but it's confirmed when they are censoring the, the truth. More censorship than since World War II. Censorship and propaganda. The biggest propaganda and censorship campaign since World War II to prop up this virus 
and people really don't know that, well, a lot of people do know, but the people who are just relying on mainstream, uh, lamestream fake news, TV news, which is now not hardly even news, uh, they don't know that a real pandemic, people that don't read history are condemned to repeat it. People that read history, I've always read history about pandemics. Uh, all the things that are important in life, all the things that happen in everybody's lifetime, pandemics, epidemics happen in, in almost everyone's lifetime. So everybody should be reading the history of pandemics and epidemics. I always have any information I could find. So that's how I knew it wasn't just magic uh, or ESP that I knew that the virus was not going to be as deadly as what they were telling us. Because I did research and saw that really bad pandemics, really bad epidemics have happened throughout history and they have recorded how many people died. They recorded how many people lived. It's all written down for more than a thousand years that people have been writing these things down. And when pandemics and academics happen, those are some of the most documented, most well-documented events in history are pandemics and epidemics. So there is no question when it has been written down over and over by many different people from many places that a bad epidemic such as the Black Death in Europe of 1350 that killed nearly one-third of Europe. Nearly 33% of Europe killed, wiped out by this epidemic. And then you compare that to the current pandemic, which is mostly a fraudulent pandemic about 94% fraudulent, about 6% real, according to CDC's own numbers. All you gotta do is translate them into English. 96%, excuse me, 94% and 6%. 94% people who died apparently of the virus, 6% uh, who, 6% um, died solely of the virus, as far as they know, 94% had other deadly diseases, other deadly ailments, such as old age, heart attack, stroke, kidney failure, all that stuff, meningitis. And you look at the young people, and if you check each one person who died, even people that are reported on the, on the news, the news media likes to do their job at least halfway. They like to get it at least 51% right. So even the worst fake news, they try to get some truth in there. They, they do, people do take their jobs somewhat seriously. So 
that's how we uh, know because they do mention most of the time in the title it'll say four-year-old girl dies of such and such virus and then you read in the middle toward the end of the article say oh she also had meningitis spinal meningitis which kills more kids than almost anything So read the rest of the story about how we're, we're predicting the stock market, how to make, how to benefit, how to make the most money, the most profit from today's situation, the stock market, gold, and uh, how we predicted that a respiratory contagion was on its way. We predicted that not this year, but toward the end of last year, a year ago. We predicted in writing a respiratory contagion was, was, uh, had a good chance of coming. I only know of one other person who made that same uh, prediction. And that was the epidemiologist who predicted it that I found in my research. So that's how I predicted it. Not from mind reading or ESP or tarot cards, but from research of reliable doctors, epidemiologists. Because they happen all the time. Respiratory Epidemics and pandemics are among the most common. Coronavirus is among the most common. The common cold, the flu. Much of those are from coronavirus. So that's all in today's a little bit longer than average post on the LA Loft blog. Take a look at that. And I put my money where my mouth is. That's why I have purchased a large number of Bitcoins since uh, 2013. I've given away more Bitcoins than what most people have ever owned. I've given as gifts. So that's what it's all about. And that's what, why we're doing this. This is not about me and my clients and friends, people that I hang out with. Uh, they are about helping others. You put on your oxygen mask first so that you are able to put on your kid's oxygen mask. You get yourself to where you need to be financially so that you could help get help other people get to where they need to be. I just saw, I can't remember where I saw it. I should have written it down just in the past couple of days. You've heard me say over the last few years that people need a lot more money, a lot more assets, a much bigger investment portfolio than what they usually tell you. 
mainstream financial advisors are not those are not ambitious people for the most part they're conservative they're gonna they're programmed to give conservative investments and those conservative investments are usually too low not enough money for those who want financial freedom for people who want 100% financial freedom you got to have 20 million dollars as I had said before, and as I just saw another uh, walking up a hill now, we're in Highland, Devs Park, Highland Park, walking the dog, walking up a hill, and I'm breathing heavy. Yes, I am excited to talk to you, but I'm also walking up a steep hill. Uh, so, um, yeah, they just confirmed that you're probably going to need 20, not only the 20 million that I have t- said people really need, but you might need 25 million or more in assets to be fully uh, and financially independent. That means you could do pretty much whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it while helping other people. Uh, Go anywhere you want to go, whenever you want to go there. Live the kind of lifestyle you want to live. Obviously you can't live like a billionaire when you have 20 million, but you could live very close, a very similar type of of, uh, level of living. There's not a huge difference between someone who has 25 million uh, compared to someone who has billions. The main difference between someone who has billions is that they have substantial money to uh, create new and very big, very highly capitalized companies. Or they can buy very fairly large companies in their entirety. Besides that, the lifestyle of someone with 25 million versus someone with 5 billion is pretty comparable. They can all eat the finest food, organic, grass-fed, Kobe beef for whatever they want to eat. Lobster every other day. Foie gras, whatever. Fine caviar instead of cheap caviar. But the main thing is being able to help other people. I am happy to see that close to 100% of people are not wearing masks here today in Debs Park, Highland Park, Los Angeles. There are still some, but more than half are not. Oh, there's a cute fluffy puppy. So thanks for joining me. Check that out on the LA Loft blog. Uh, I'm getting to the point where I really, (laughs) it's excited puppy. 
Excited puppy. Excited puppy. Oh, he's a nice friend, huh? He's a nice friend. Oh, you found a nice puppy friend, huh? As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available on any loft, condo, or house. Or private previews available upon request. Call 213-880-9910. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for joining me for the special edition. And... Uh, Check out the L.A. Loft blog, www.laloftblog. Uh, Corey Chambers, Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.